Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm. Hello, Edwin. Hello, Andrew. Happy Wednesday, man. Happy Wednesday. It's Wednesday. You got to have your Wednesday socks on. I've got my Wednesday socks on. All right, then you're ready for this day. I am ready to talk about Psalm 49. <laughs> Excellent. In fact, today, I know Jesse's not with us this week. He's been traveling, and uh, hopefully he'll be able to do an episode for next week. But uh, he likes to read the Net Bible. Yeah, he does. He's a Net guy. I thought I would read that today. Well, that's In just... honor of Jesse. <laughs> I'm, I'm wow. being serious. <laughs> All right. Psalm 49 from the Net Bible. The music director, a psalm by the Korahites. Listen to this, all you nations. Pay attention, all you inhabitants of the world. Pay attention, all you people, both rich and poor. I will declare a wise saying. I will share my profound thoughts. I will learn a song that imparts wisdom. I will then sing my insightful song to the accompaniment of a harp. Why should I be afraid in times of trouble when the sinful deeds of deceptive men threaten to overwhelm me? They trust in their wealth and boast in their great riches. Certainly a man cannot rescue his brother. He cannot pay God an adequate ransom price. The ransom price for a human life is too high, and people go to their final destiny so that he might continue to live forever and not experience death. Surely one sees that even wise people die. Fools and spiritually insensitive people all pass away and leave their wealth to others. Their grave becomes their permanent residence, their eternal dwelling place. They name their lands after themselves, but despite their wealth, people do not last. They are like animals that perish. This is the destiny of fools and of those who approve of their philosophy. They will travel to Sheol like sheep with death as their shepherd. The godly will rule over them when the day of vindication dawns. Sheol will consume their bodies and they will no longer live in impressive houses. But God will rescue my life from the power of Sheol. Certainly he will pull me to safety. Do not be afraid when a man becomes rich and his wealth multiplies, for he will take nothing with him when he dies. His wealth will not follow him down into the grave. He pronounces this blessing on himself while he is alive. May men praise you, for you have done well. But he will join his ancestors. They will never again see the light of day. Wealthy people do not understand. They are like animals that perish. Great reading there. So I tell you, when we are looking at this Psalm 49, big messages I've, I'm getting from it, of course, about riches. We've been talking about that. They promise so much. They don't deliver, particularly ultimately. Because of this other great reality contemplated in the psalm, and of course, that's death. Hmm. And yet we have this imagery kind of in the middle of these things, uh, I guess more on the death side, but talking about sheep. And we've not had a psalm with sheep in a while. I know when we were reading more of those attributed to David, we know a lot about the sheep and the good shepherd. Well, I think the most famous psalm whatsoever is probably what should be brought to our minds right here. Okay. And yet it's the exact opposite. We've all heard, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. You know, I remember when we were talking about that and doing those episodes, we were talking a lot about passing through the valley of the shadow of death and how the shepherd is going to lead us into that that excuse me through that darkness that abyss he'll be there and he'll bring us out on the other yeah, side bring us on the other side but now now we've got the imagery uh was it verse 14 like sheep they are laid in the grave death shall feed on them 
Mm, the King, the new King James death shall feed on them. Yes. Yeah. So the ESV and I think the net, the idea of the death is shall shepherd them. Shepherd them. And so death has become their shepherd. Yeah. Rather than being led through the valley of the shadow of death. And of course, we remember that's an idiom that really talks about how dark the valley is. Mm-hmm. But rather than leading through, it's death itself has mm-hmm. become the shepherd. And if death is the shepherd, where is death going to lead you? Yeah, I would think no place good. <laughs> no place good. That's, that's a good way of uh, saying it. Maybe the pit or Sheol, something like this. So we, what we have is we have two shepherds. Yeah. And, yeah. and the, the question is, who, who am I going to... Whose flock am I going to be a part of? Yeah, and who am I going to follow? Am I going to follow Yahweh, or mm-hmm. am I going to follow death? Now, here's what I find kind of fascinating about that, is yesterday we talked about the two masters. Right. And the masters yesterday were God and money. Yeah, yeah. But when we're talking about the shepherds, it's God and death. Death. And that tells us something about the fact that we think money is our shepherd mm-hmm. when we are trusting in money, mm-hmm. but actually when we are trusting in money and riches and wealth and material goods— Death has become our shepherd, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's 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 one of those things where if if we spelled it out, look, you're choosing between God and death. Oh no, I want God. Yeah, I want yeah, death. that's a no brainer, isn't it? Okay, but when when we're just thinking about it's between God and money, oh, I'm struggling with that one. You know, that's that burden or tension, I should say. Even when the Lord talks about the the two ways in the Sermon on the Mount, about the the wide path, the easy way, many go in thereby. But the end thereof is death. death. Yeah, mm-hmm. the end thereof is death. And you think, well, well why would anyone choose that path? But it, it's because uh, the, the sign on that path doesn't say this way to death. Right, right. right. <laughs> all signs are, are, are pointing to, well, I mean, this must be where the smart people go. Look at all the people going. This is the easy way. But that's not the destination that you want. I think similarly, riches, Psalm 49 would say, blinds us can blind us that we think well that no this is the way of life and the good life pursue these riches in the parable of the sower when we have the third soil which is the weedy thorny soil it always intrigues me that it talks about those weeds and those thorns represent the cares of life and the deceptiveness of riches. Yeah, it does. Again, we've got that competition. But of course, what happens in that case, in the parable of the sower, is that you've got you've got those who are staying in the ground, if you will, except mm-hmm. all the nutrients are being siphoned off by these weeds and these thorns, and they never produce any fruit. Yeah. And we deceptively, that mm-hmm. stalk thinks it's alive, mm-hmm. but but it's not because mm-hmm. it's not bearing fruit. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things we see here. Again, I, I'm, I'm now thinking back, back to Moses, when God has Moses and uh, tell the Israelites to speak the blessings and the cursings. And he says, I'm setting before you life and death. Nobody says, I'm going to choose death. Right. But it's this this recognition that here's this thing that seems to be good, that seems to promise us great things, but when I choose it, I am actually choosing death. Yeah. Money promises, I'm going to put you in the big house. I'm going to dress you in the finest clothes. I'm going to give you the neatest, coolest gadgets. You're going to drive the, the most awesomest car, and, and people are going to like you. Ooh, they're going to like In fact, even in this text, mm-hmm. it talks about the fact that the, that people after them will accept their boasts. Even yeah. after they've died, people are going to look back at their lives and say, yep, that's, 
that's yeah. the way. It's, it says that in verse 18, like this in the New King James, it says, for men will praise you when you do well for yourself. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and uh, so, so again, but where's it leaving? The, where's it leading? The shepherd is actually death. And who yeah. do we want our shepherd to be? No, we want God to be the shepherd. We want God to be a shepherd. And I know it's not Friday. Well, and particularly the Lord Jesus Christ, right? Absolutely, In, absolutely. Uh, John the tenth chapter—that is the title that he takes. I am the good shepherd. I am the good shepherd. Jesus said. Uh, just a couple of things I wanted to point out here from John ten, real quick. In verse eleven, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. But a hireling, he who is not the shepherd, nor who uh, does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming leaves his sheep and flees. The wolf catches the sheep, scatters them. The hireling flees because he is a hireling and does not care about the sheep. He doesn't care about the sheep. He's the hireling. Um, and so he's not going to do those things that are for their best and to preserve them. In fact, I was when I was reading over John 10, I realized it's not just the contrast between Jesus as a good shepherd and these hirelings, but there's the warnings earlier in the chapter. All kinds of people seem to be getting into this sheep pen. And bothering the sheep. Mm. Uh, and the chapter begins by these warnings about people sneaking in over the wall into the sheep pen. And these are thieves and these are robbers. And they are trying to steal. They are trying to, you know, fleece and f feed on the sheep and all this. And I guess one of the pictures that was coming clear to me was it's not just about maybe false teachers or false religions that may shepherd you away uh, from Christ. But it may be riches, like in Psalm 49. It, it may be these other idols, like we were talking about the other day, things that we make our shepherds, and these are false shepherds. They're actually hirelings, or they're thieves, or they're robbers, and, and we will be ruined by these things. Here's where the struggle really comes in for me, especially as I look at the New Testament teaching on this, when I consider that parable of the sower that I referenced a few moments ago, when yeah. we tie it together with Jesus being our good shepherd as opposed to the other shepherds. When I'm thinking about money as my master, mm -hmm. which makes death my shepherd, yeah. versus God or Jesus or the Spirit, that the God in his fullness being right, my shepherd right. and being my master— is that what I have a tendency to do is to think that money has only become my master when I'm trying to be richer than I am right now. Mm. <laughs> but I, I tend to think of it if, if I look like Ebenezer Scrooge. Yes, that kind of thing. <laughs> that guy. And yet... He's greedy. And yet... The contrast in the parable on the sower, the contrast when we're in the Sermon on the Mount about our anxieties that are leading us, yeah. those are actually things about just my daily needs. Yeah. Don't don't get anxious about what you're going to eat and what you're going to drink and what you're going to wear. Yeah, the cares of this world, right? And so here are these, what we call just basic life needs that can become our master because we think I've got to have this to live. But if even that becomes my master, that's when I'm going to die. Yeah. eternally. That's when I'm going to die. What I need is God. God cares for me. He knows what I need. He's going to provide my needs. And so I can trust in him and I can cast my cares upon him and I can follow him. And sometimes that is going to go through the valley of the shadow of death, but he's going to lead me out of that. So I've got to ask my question, who's my shepherd going to be? Yeah. Who, who am I going to give my life to today? Who am I going to follow? Yeah. Well, Jesus Christ be the good shepherd or or will I choose this death shepherd? Yeah. 
Well, thanks so much for joining us for this conversation. Uh, these are some weighty things to consider, and we need to sort some things out in our hearts. We're going to have a word of prayer together now. Our great God and Father, thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you, Father, for being our shepherd, the true shepherd, the good shepherd. We pray, Father, that we might walk in the path of your wisdom and your understanding laid out for us in Scripture. Father, we know that we'll find peace there, still waters in abundance, if we will but trust you. God, give us discerning eyes that we might not be fooled by gold, by any false shepherds that would lead us to death, that death be our shepherd. Oh, God forbid. We want you. We want your love. We want your life in Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne. They trust in their wealth and boast in their great witches. (laughs) We might want to do that one over. It's a little close. (laughs) <laughs> but I, I do know the Net Bible has some very different translation choices. <laughs> Sorry. Liberal. <laughs> they trust in their wealth and boast in their great... <laughs> oh, boy. Thanks for that reading, Edwin. You did a great job. Thank you. <clears throat> Listen. Um, they'll, they'll find out in the outtakes how that's not true. <laughs> but I tried. I think you did a great job. You got right back up on that horse. Okay. We've all been there on that. So, um, yeah. Okay. Let's do it this way. But one of the striking images, I guess probably with the death scene, is it throws in sheep. We've seen sheep before. (coughs) I'm choking to death.